2: Made it through the week. I know. I wasn't here on Monday. I get it.
0: You were the one complaining yesterday saying, boy, is this week just dragging on? When somebody comes back from a day off and they're doing a shorter work week, they're always the ones to say that.
2: Okay, but just for the record, it wasn't really a day off. I woke up at five in the morning.
0: Oh, here well, we go, everybody! I a
2: single tear falls yeah. from my eye You have a had violin,
0: a whole Holly? A little gig
1: tiny? <laughs> that I had to do.
0: Oh, sorry, you were in demand as a public speaker. You
1: damn right oh, I was.
0: Our sympathies oh, are boy. with you, Donna. I do
1: have a tiny
2: violin. Play it, please. <laughs> Tell your story,
0: Donna. What time did the alarm go off on Monday?
2: 4:53 oh, cool. a.m. It was hard. Mm. I went to sleep at like 11 five hours <laughs> and then you had to go on stage
1: oh
2: all right i get it anyway happy friday hello
0: everyone happy friday
2: hey everybody everybody say hey. speaking of
0: early days we were on the air at eight thirty. 30 we getting overtime for that we're lucky we made it um we won Weekly I, trivia face-off week one. Great Kick job! It off. This Holly. is going to be happening Fridays at eight thirty on Jason and Alexis. It'll always be Team J and A versus other people. We were honored to have been selected as the inaugural competitors. <laughs> I mean, you know, not sure. honored, more irritated and disappointed. But when it is game time, we we're ready to play. Nineties trivia. That was hard. Was today
2: for me? Like the I don't think I knew any of the answers. <laughs>
0: Even the ones that went to
2: yeah no, I would have said Dublin. I knew Shania, of course.
0: Yeah, one of them was Man. I feel like a woman.
2: That one I could have. Stolen. What about
0: we had the, one of our trivia questions was um, besides the Big Six Friends cast members,
2: it would have taken me. I wouldn't have been able to do it in twenty seconds.
0: The question was, who's the other uh, co-star to have appeared in more than a hundred episodes? He was the manager at Central Perk. Everybody says into their radio speakers while driving.
2: Gunther. Gunther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. that was good. He yeah. recently
0: passed away
2: of, all, uh, uh, of,
0: after a battle with cancer. Oh, he was, sad. Yeah, I believe briefly seen during the HBO Max reunion. I think he did a little something via video for that.
2: I think you're right.
0: And then passed away not, not too many months <laughs> after that. But you actually... You got an answer. The, the only question that I wasn't able to come up with.
2: I'd like to go back and listen to that audio. Yeah. Oh, well, we can certainly do that.
0: All right. Do the awesome.
1: magic of post-production.
0: Holly, will uh, see if she can dig that up. What happened was, Donna said on the way in, in the same way that if it was country music trivia, I would say to her, I'm just here because contractually right. they expect us both right. to be here, but I will be of no assistance to you. Right. So I'm a child of the 90s. Yes. She said, look, I'm not going to be any help for you. However, I go through and get five out of the six questions right, whatever, I think it was that. Yeah. And then there was one where they said uh, NBC did something experimental during their Saturday morning programming. Apparently, you offered up the right answer. And if you said it, I don't, I, I don't remember you saying it. I was probably talking over you.
2: You were probably just thinking, you know, and just talking it out.
0: But it was the right answer. And so the one thing that you did offer up, even if it wasn't full of confidence, it was right. Donna, so what I'm trying to do is affirm apologise? Affirm you. And apologize for not as you always ask me to when we go into these shows. <laughs> All right, we have the
1: question. Right, here we go. How it let's let's oh yeah, here we go. Good. Uh, uh, moving on. NBC debuted an experimental concept in 1989 when it replaced some of its Saturday morning cartoons with a live action sitcom. What was that sitcom called? Now,
0: <laughs> oh, rap. Jason Come on, Steve. knows this. Come on, Steve. I uh, was watching cartoons. It's Saturday morning. <laughs> Uh, is uh, it like a
2: saved by the Bellers?
0: Uh, let's go. <laughs> American morning. Gladiators.
2: Live action. Cop rock.
0: Uh, <laughs> L- American Gladiators is wrong, but that's going to be our submitted answer if we run out of time. time. That's not.
1: Oh, no. Okay.
0: That was our uh-huh. low point. Team Jason and Alexis did, in fact, go for the steal, and they did steal the point.
2: Mm uh-huh. hmm. Was it a Saved by
0: the Bell or
2: something? And you just totally
1: uh, ignored me. We were obsessed with American Gladiators. American Gladiators,
0: which I knew was like, that was a Fox show. We would watch it on Saturdays, but.
2: And not a sitcom.
0: And not a sitcom. Most notably, not a sitcom. (laughs) I was in this space, and we talked about this, that when I watched Saved by the Bell, I watched it. In syndication right. on TBS mm-hmm. uh, at uh, at 4.05 and 4.35. So when I would get home from school, it would be on right after. And it was awesome. How about, like, you know what kids don't have anymore? Appointment viewing when they get right. home from school. That's true. I oh, mean, yeah. at all, in primetime, too. But that was like, oh, I know that I get to decompress for an hour after school, and I'm just going to sit yeah. and watch Say by the Bell.
2: There was, um, they used to do after-school specials also, which were like, Little movies that were targeted to yeah, you know, like don't young, do drugs. Yes.
0: see that kid did meth. He's right. in jail now. You're
2: Correct. like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, it's like <laughs> all right, whatever. I'm gonna
1: go watch Sally now. It's three p.m. Channel Four.
2: Sally. Yes. Oh my God. Now, there's a
0: there's a bonus question, a bonus trivia question. Holly, I'm gonna offer this to you. Please. Uh The original name of Save by the Bell in its first uh couple of seasons. In 1987, still the same cast, but they had a, uh, a it was a different title because they really focused on a specific teacher. Do you remember the original title hmm. of Saved by the Bell?
1: Mm. Yes, I do, Steve. It was called Good Morning,
2: Miss Bliss. Come
1: on! Wow, Yay!
2: that's good. nice job! Yeah. Wow! Wow! Now, see, just to put this in perspective, like time wise, I graduated college in 1989. So I wasn't, you know, none of this stuff was on my radar. I was, you know, looking you were, for a job. Yeah. And, yeah, Adulting. So, yeah. Big I time. was already adulting. Yeah. Steve. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Steve's making gestures with his hands as if I was doing drugs at that time.
0: You haven't told me a lot about that phase of your life. And I fear that the reason you haven't is because you think it will change my image of you.
2: I, that makes no difference to me. <laughs> still gotta come to work.
0: That's right. We're I still here together. Whatever. So I was right what I just motioned.
2: Maybe. You know, listen, you're doing fine. I'm doing fine. People I did turned drugs. into a very uh well adjusted lady person. My no, dad sorry.
0: did <laughs> drugs and has always been coy about the drugs that he did, but he had hair down past his shoulders. He was full-blown hippie in his, like, teenage years. And,
2: and he turned out to be a great dad. Yes. Right? Yeah,
0: despite yeah. it all.
2: Yeah. Donna, you were just high on life. You got it. Uh, Holly, you among others. get me. Mm-hmm. I was so high on life, Steve. Oh, queen. It Tadale. couldn't be stopped. Anyway. What's up with
0: being tired all the time? I'm getting tired of that. I feel that way.
2: I do not. But I really? don't have four children. I mm. just feel
0: tired. Sometimes it's late in the afternoon and you're like, oh,
2: man, like I a, need a jolt yeah. here.
0: I need a jolt of something.
2: Have some coffee.
0: But then when the kids go to bed, that's the time that you both simultaneously want to sleep forever and you want to never sleep again because you're like, oh,
2: oh god, I could do adult I could do stuff. Do whatever. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's turn on yeah. some wrestling. Think about how your <laughs> you, yeah. your wife must feel. You know, sometimes I think moms just want to talk to an adult ones.
0: That is true. Yeah. With, with, with moms who stay at home in particular, yes. there, there's so much goo goo, God, God, don't do that. Don't t- put your diaper yeah, back right. on <laughs> all this sort of stuff that they are just looking for human connection. And then if you have, if another person in that relationship works outside of the house, particularly in a talkie job, right? they, they sometimes don't want talk. to turn it off. And so then there's, that's where sacrifice comes into the marriage of, okay, this is what this person needs right now. This is what this person needs. I might, I might subvert my need in this moment
1: can and I save your right, relationship Steve please I think that you should invest in a talk boy from Home Alone 2 <laughs> record, the theme. yeah and record uh, uh, some answers or responses <laughs> to perhaps what a Lou might ask you on any particular
2: day just you just need him like a button bar at home yeah.
0: essentially that yes the talk boy was there ever more product placement of going into a movie we're gonna ram this product that all your kids are gonna want to buy down the drain. I think Talkboy, whoever made that, they must have funded Home Alone, too. It was this little recorder. It was incredible. He got away with everything because of the Talkboy, Donna. The hotel staff thought his uncle was in the shower because of his Talk Talkboy, Donna.
1: Yeah, he was doing the cool jerk at the shower.
0: Yes.
1: yes. Cool jerk. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't remember. Creep.
2: I gotta go.
0: All right, I'm going to go. All No,
2: don't go because you've got some interesting facts you want to share with everybody.
0: I have a little interesting fact, a little thing that make you go, huh? About the uh, baby on board inventor. Also one about Dr. Seuss. I wonder if you know. Oh, and there's kind of a beach scientist out there who has done studies on American beaches and figured out the best beaches. And he has a specific criteria that makes a beach great. So if you're planning a beach vacay, I've got three destinations for it. That when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk.
2: Hey, guys, it's Donna. Good luck, Thanks, Steve! I want to tell our audience that I am a member of Spire Credit Union, and Spire has loans to borrow for any purpose. Spire finances new or used vehicles, and they make the process easy, and they get the loans done fast. Spire has low rates to get you the most car for your money, and remember, you don't have to finance through the dealer. In fact, I should mention, Spire also offers extended warranty plans with better coverage and at a lower cost than the dealers. And listen to this. Spire has an auto refinance guarantee where they guarantee to beat your non-Spire auto loan rate or they'll give you 50 bucks. Just to ask a Spire rep for more information. They've been in the business since the 1930s. They've got 22 branches in the metro and Minnesota. Uh, Newest location, by the way, in Golden Valley. Spire is insured by NCUA. They're an equal housing opportunity lender. And you can find more info today at myspire.com. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. Happy Friday. Glad to have you listening. call. Give
0: us a
2: call. 651-294-722. Okay. First of all, that's not our phone number. I don't know what happened to you.
0: All right. Yeah, don't call that number. That was dumb. Uh,
2: Also... I'm having a bit of a problem.
0: Personal, professional. How can I It's help?
2: professional. I I can't find your little things that make you go home. Huh? That, that feels you intentional.
0: Go, huh? You can understand why I would feel that that's sort of intentional.
2: I don't think it was.
0: For those who don't know, Holly Donna pretty much hated on a segment that was a staple, a benchmark, as Mm. they say. People loved it. They would go freaking insane all the time about it. And it was called Things That Make You Go, Huh? It would happen every day at 9.15. And then every time that we had a show meeting, (laughs) Donna would say, what if we got rid of things that make you go, huh? (laughs) And then I fought the good fight for the better part of five years, and then... I won't name her, but our boss, Amy Daniels, was like, yeah, why don't we blow that thing's brains Um, out?
1: But what I'm hearing you saying, Steve, is that today you want to bring it back. I want to bring it back. (laughs) Here you go. Yeah.
0: Ah, oh, you guys are gonna love this, man. If you want things that make you go home to be permanent again, email us during this segment only, Donna and Steve Show at mytalk Talk1071.com. Wow. As of twenty twenty one, okay. Forty one percent of Americans aged twelve and older have listened to a podcast sometime in the last thirty days. Forty one percent of Americans twelve and up have listened to a podcast. That's up from 37% back in 2020. It was only 9% of people, obviously, back in 2008 that listened. We would think that means the 2023 numbers are probably around 50% of people. And we would like to say thank you to all of you, and there are thousands of you, who listen to the Donna and Steve show as a podcast. That is true. We just had listeners in Greece the other day, who in Athens, and they said, hey, we're your Athens fans And they, because we heard that we would get together with Daniel the Painter and Becca, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: which is coming up this December, we have to do this, Donna. Even though we're going to feel like the day before, just not personal. We just don't want to do anything. And so we'll not want to do that. Now the people from Athens think as long as you listen internationally, if you come to Minnesota, you get a meet and greet with us. That's what (laughs) they've asked for. And I'm open to it. Oh, man. I'd have them here in the cafeteria have some greek people here maybe brian's making a mediterranean
2: bowl that day oh dang that's the best lunch in the land that is the one that everyone wants i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind
0: item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is
0: Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: But it stays it's with you garlicky.
1: for like a day and a half. Well, that's why you just order the sauce on the side. Yeah, oh. but the sauce is what makes it good. Well, just, you know. Just I mean, dab. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
0: not trying to be crude, but for the next eight hours... Every burp.
1: (laughs) You're not lying. You know what I'm saying? You're not lying.
0: Are you cooking something? No, sorry. Excuse me.
1: Are you cooking something?
0: (laughs) Here's a fun fact about Pete Buttigieg, who is now former presidential candidate, now the head of transportation, something like that. He was the 287th person to sign up for Facebook. He was an undergrad at Harvard at the same time that Mark Zuckerberg was there. And he signed up with Facebook when it was only available to students at
2: Harvard. Oh sure, okay.
0: Pete Buttigieg, number two eighty-seven. That's kind of a random little fun fact.
2: I wonder who is number fourteen.
0: Sure, Donna. <laughs> Remember the Winkle Voss twins?
2: I do. Remember Army the social Hammer, Network? I believe played them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Before he started eating people,
0: <laughs> he kept writing something into the script. He was like, "What if I ate my twin?" <laughs> Just a nibble on the arm.
2: Have we thought about
1: taking this character more Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> oh no,
0: that is funny. Oh. Let's see here. Oh, wow. Hey, the guy who created the baby on board signs made millions of dollars from them and has no kids. And so this is our encouragement to wow. everyone. You don't just have to stay in your lane, whatever makes sense for your life. You got an idea that makes sense for other people?
2: Megan. You know, that was a brilliant idea. Truly, because
0: of what it's actually used for. People
2: are, I think, are going to be sensitive if they think you have an infant in the, in the car.
0: The actual purpose of it, though that is a byproduct, the actual purpose is to notify first responders. Got it, sure. In the same way that when you grew up, did you have a special sticker on your window?
2: Yes, like for pets or kids. Yeah, Yeah. It was like, okay, we the did.
0: firefighters are going to come here first. We don't have those anymore.
2: I think we do. I do. I think at my cabin, the people who owned it before.
0: But that's probably because it was older. older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No offense. It's fine. You have a second property. Boy, it's been a few days since you mentioned it. Whatever. Bed bugs are almost 100 million years old, okay. which means bed bugs were around when dinosaurs were around.
2: I'm so paranoid of bed bugs. I don't even know if I know how to recognize one. I'll have to watch a YouTube they're video. They're so tiny, I think. Because they're just little dots, right? Tiny little dot. Every time I see a dot, it could be like a crumb. It could be i st- I'm like, I have bed bugs!
0: <laughs> no one else is in the house, by the way, at that point. It's true. Last night, I could not fall asleep. And as I was laying there, I kept feeling different itches on my body and having gone through the, the hashtag tick, tick gate earlier right, this week right. when I had two ticks on my bare body, one during this radio broadcast. I just kept thinking, man, am I, is it a tick again? There's a tick on me, on my foot, felt one on my arm, felt one on my stomach. I don't think any of them were ticks.
1: Surprised you haven't bought a flamethrower just like <laughs> flinging around the house.
0: <laughs> and some people have been hurtfully suggesting that the ticks came from our trees
2: that's what I would assume if you're like especially if you're like carrying branches which I'm going to be doing later today I'm wearing long sleeves gloves
0: yeah I did have somebody who would DM me last night on Instagram and said only because of you ranting about these ticks did I decide to just randomly check one of my kids for ticks and and I found a tick <gasps> so they said thank you and that's why hey. when I posted this on Instagram I said not all heroes wear capes Donna <laughs>
2: it's a burden you have to understand it's a burden Wow. You just do and do and do for these kids, I tell you. Oh, wait. You're such a public public servant. I need to tell you about the best (laughs) three beaches. (laughs) Uh, Stay there. I will tell you why I am laughing so heartily. Because I knew this was going to happen.
0: I'm disappointed in me. I am too. Bye.
2: Hey, buddy. It's hey,
0: Steve. Steve. Nope, nope. Talking to the radio listener, Donna. Uh, thank you so much. We'll be back in a few moments. Hey, it's Steve for the Canopy Group. My buddies who are helping save people money. Think about your options. Let me ask you, what are you doing this weekend? Maybe you're going out and about, watching a flag football game, soccer game, going to the lake, getting the boat out on the water. I mean, you have all sorts of incredible options here in Minnesota. So, my friends at the Canopy Group, I say, hey, everybody deserves options, not just with what you do. But with what you subscribe to, your insurance. Do you know how much you pay? Be honest with me. Your auto insurance, do you know that number every month? Your homeowner's insurance? A lot of us, we sign it away, and then we just totally forget about it. And guess what? Premiums go up. There have been some overexposed companies here in Minnesota who have jacked up premiums for everybody. But the Canopy Group says, nay, we'll give you options. And when you get options, you save. They have 16 different companies that can help to save you money. You can get the best coverage at the best price. You've got options this week. And you've got options with your insurance. The canopygroup.com.
2: You're listening to Donna and Steve on my top 107.1. Everything entertainment. A little inside baseball for you.
0: But if you've listened to the show for a long time, you'll appreciate it. And if you're new to our program, it'll help get you up to speed.
2: <laughs> so uh, in the biz, we uh, we tease That's a word we use tease Mm -hmm. what's coming up in the next segment. So Steve did a tease. We went to a commercial break and then he goes and
0: I did a tease that it was something along the lines of like. So if you're planning a beach vacation, I've got the three that you need to check out that next when we come back. I take my headphones off.
2: And then he starts bragging about how good he is at that.
0: <laughs> Jokingly, but yes.
2: And I said, yeah, but you're really bad at the payoff.
0: To which I immediately said, you are absolutely right about that. I am I am humble enough to receive that because I do enjoy teasing something. We had a teasing class once oh. over in the land of television. Oh, really? And they were talking about make a tease, a specific yeah. promise. And don't overload it. One or two things, but mm-hmm. make a specific promise. But then you've got to pay it off. Right. And that's probably the biggest wrist slapping that we've gotten from our boss Boss. is about paying off a tease. And you know it's frustrating as a listener.
2: Right. And when you say something that someone's very interested in, you know, the idea is to get them to keep listening so that they can hear the payoff.
0: You want to leave them feeling satisfied, not frustrated, because you never did get back to the thing you said you were going to get back to.
2: So then. We are... Very bad at this.
0: We go to And by we
2: I mean you. <laughs> <laughs> we go into
0: the uh fun facts, and then I realized right after that I in fact did not get to the best three beaches that I teased.
2: Mm-hmm. But now they're here. Oh, here we are. Twenty minutes later.
0: What is the best? <laughs> but if you stuck around that whole time, thank you. It
2: worked. Oh man.
0: What's the best public beach in the United States? They would say, saw this in the morning brew, there's no person better to ask. Than the man known as Dr. Beach, who's actually Stephen Leatherman, a professor in the Department of Earth and Environment at Florida International University.
2: I was going to guess it's in Florida.
0: For 33 years, Dr. Beach, or Beach phonetically, has been ranking the best That's U.S. beaches based on metrics like wave action, wildlife presence, and sand type. Here are his top three for this summer. Number three, (laughs) Cooper's Beach in Southampton, New York.
1: Ooh, go Hamptons. Ooh,
0: Boys wanted to go to the Hamptons because I think they have a lot of nice dunes and tall grasses on the hills. Yes. And some fences. And
2: it smells great. Yes. I like that.
0: But it smells like money up there.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of very beautiful homes. And
0: I bet you a lot of people that you probably wouldn't enjoy a coffee date with.
2: Probably not. Unless you're into Alec Baldwin, Billy Joel. Hey, Billy Joel's moving to Florida, man. He's selling. Oh, He is?
1: Yes, he's selling his Long Island estate. He's getting out. Wow. I did not know that.
2: He lives out on the island.
1: Yeah, no more, Donna. He's not on the island anymore. He's going to Florida. Florida. Yeah. Did you hear he just moved to Florida? (laughs) Really?
0: Oh, I've got to call Judy and tell her. Did you hear? (laughs) Number two on the list after Cooper's Beach in at number three. Number two is the beach Duke Kahanamoku. Hawaii? That's in Oahu. Okay. Donna. Hawaii. Okay. Don't be offensive. Hawaii. (laughs) Hawaii. Number one on the best beach in these United States to travel to this summer is, in fact, in Florida, and it is St. George Island State Park in Florida.
2: Oh, it's in a state park.
0: St. George Island State Park in Florida. Number two was Duke Kahanamoku Beach in Oahu. Number three was Cooper's Beach in Southampton. Again, Dr. Beach from Florida International University ranked these beaches based on wave action, wildlife presence, sand type, among other things. Oh,
1: yeah. in the panhandle on the Emerald Coast. Oh,
0: you were around there, Holly. You were in the panhandle, huh?
1: Yeah, but not at Dr. Julian G. Bruce, St. George Island State Park.
0: Dang it. I do like a beach. I was driving past, um, I was in Mound the other day, driving through Mound. That's pretty. Twin Cities Closet Company. We've done a broadcast yeah, there a couple of times. beautiful, right? And both times were taken by uh, the money and the beauty of that Th- area. Steve
2: and I are driving out at the same, you know, kind of the, around the same time, and I'm like, wait till you see these houses. I've never been in that area out west. Yeah. There. It's just it's gorgeous. It's got like
0: Wyzetta vibes to it. Some of the homes Very much there. So. I passed a house there in Mound the other day and we were en route to, there was a senior center out there. And so my daughters are a part of like a, a dance place and they were going to do dances for some of the seniors at Aww. this, you know, long-term care facility, yeah. retirement village, whatever. Sure. So as we're driving out there, I, I didn't really even realize where we were. I just punched it in on GPS. And then I saw a Twin Cities Plaza Company. I was like, oh, this makes okay. sense. Not long before that, I drove past the house that they had a lake. They were, it was, it was lakefront and you could see through the front windows through the back windows and i tell you their entire back wall must have been window it was so enticing i just wanted to
2: hi hi I, you know what you I'm do TV Steve you Patterson. say i used to live here can yeah. i come what in what if they
0: custom built it now you're arrested
2: <laughs> that's what i would do i'd be like i used to live here and i was just wondering i'm in town from florida oh yeah <laughs> i was wondering if i could take a look you know we did that at my old bedroom
0: <laughs> I can't even say you're crazy because we did that once. You did? We did that. We bumped into people who lived in our childhood home. And then we said, is there a time that we could come see it? And then we did. The only problem was we did not bring my brother Scooty, who was, had his feelings hurt by that because uh. he really wanted to go back there. But we had to, we had to seize the day. Go when we could go. And boy, it's interesting going back into your childhood home. It's a rare experience. It probably
2: feels so different. Like everything is smaller when you're an adult. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. It's all relative. I I'll even go to my hometown and go past like my high school and be like, wow, this looks so different, but and, it doesn't.
0: And you're also you're right. It's it feels different, but it, you it looks exactly the same right. in many ways. Sometimes I'll also will go back to my old hometown, Springdale, Pennsylvania. And I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't the high school used to be further from our house? Wasn't it like you're walking to the high school? What, are you nuts? You better take a snack.
2: It was like (laughs) six blocks up the road. Right. It's just weird. Right.
0: Everything sort of condenses. Yeah,
2: it's weird. I highly encourage you to listen to the song, The House That Built Me by Miranda Lambert. It is one of the best written songs I've ever heard. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. Thank you,
0: Steve. About four years after it was announced by then-chairman of Walt Disney Parks Experiences and Products, Bob Chapek, who is now out. And just about a year after it officially opened, Disney revealed yesterday that it is closing the pricey Star Wars-themed Galactic Star Cruiser Experience in September
2: you were really interested in this thing
0: super interested Weren't you
2: gonna bring your son
0: yes he and I Aww. when when he was five he told me this morning when he was five is when we first heard about it and I was like dude we're gonna do that and then they kept delaying it and then the pandemic happened right and so it stretched out so then it opened about a year ago but there were some rumors beforehand that were floating around online some Disney aficionados wondered will it even open or are they feeling like maybe we just need to scrap this because the demand was not meeting up with the anticipation that was there four years prior when they announced it. And then they're looking at actual bookings like, are we really doing this? And at one point, I guess earlier this year, they had, it was kind of like a land cruise. You check in and then you're there. That's where you And stay. you're a part
2: of the interact interactive kind of yes, feelings that you- the... the- there's actors, it's right? A it's a role-playing yeah, that's experience. That's what I'm looking for. You're part of the role-playing.
0: You want to be a part of the Empire or the Rebel Alliance, and so you have to go through and you choose this, but oh you stay God. there. I it's can't... not like, hey, I'm just going to go step outside and walk over to the you know, Pump and Munch and grab some Cheetos. Right. You're there. You're in it, and then you go through this experience. You do get a day that's included in your experience to go to... Uh, MGM, or, excuse me, Hollywood Studios, which is where the Star Wars Galactic Universe area of their park Got is. Got it. Okay. So that was included. But it was so pricey. It was about $5,000 for two nights for two people. Wow. That's a lot of money. I think it was a bit cost prohibitive for people. And then when reviews came out, it, there was some uh, original promotional work did not feel great for a lot of people. It seemed a little cringe. Then the experience came out. People on YouTube went and did full tours of it. And it looked... It looked interesting, but it just did not look to me five thousand dollars worth. Considering you could do like a Disney cruise for your whole family
2: right, right, at right, about
0: right. five or six grand for
2: seven wow. nights. Can you really? nights. Are you sure about that?
0: Well, the last time we went on one. Okay. I don't know, so that was like five years ago. I'm sure it's more expensive.
2: Okay. Inflation. What? I don't understand. What are they gonna do with all this stuff now?
0: That's a great question because they did build this out. And it's a self, It's in a self-contained area. Some people wonder, is there any hope that they just... An
2: exhibit or just an... Or
0: if they just keep it just as a hotel, not as a two-day experience, but here's the cool lobby of the hotel. Could yes. they make it a higher-priced, you know, themed hotel that's a part of Disney? I feel like they could do that. I hope that they don't scrap it, but when I, when I was watching some Disney vloggers... Last night, and seeing what how they were responding to it on Instagram and stuff like that. Some of them were saying, "Don't be surprised if this just sits around for a while, sort of like an abandoned mall sometimes does." Damn. But they put so much money into it. That's but what
2: I'm saying. It's like what you're just gonna let you're just gonna let it go.
0: Bob Iger is back as CEO. Bob Chapek, the guy who said let's do this, he's now out, and Bob Chapek is coming in and mixing things up left and right because he's doing this two year run as Bob! CEO. Well, I don't know. So here's what they say. it's gonna, Their final voyage is going to be in September. And if you had tickets after that, reservations after that, Disney will contact you to, oh. to reimburse you and all that. They'll also encourage you, if you would like, to try to get on an earlier booking sometime this summer before it does close. But as I said, earlier this year, I guess they went from three of these two-night voyages per week down to two and that screams a demand issue and so if you're not getting the demand that you want then you're not seeing the return on the investment that you want and I think you project that out 10 years and say this juice ain't worth the squeeze
2: wow me no likey that Uh, yeah that's a bummer that's a big bummer on that note I pause and tell you that coming up Mm -hmm. if you see something you should say something I'm, I kind of have secondhand embarrassment, but I also get it. We're talking about Harrison Ford and his wife, Callista Flockhart, looking for their seats at Cannes Film Festival.
0: Yes, and it was a bit of an awkward moment amidst a standing ovation at that.
2: Right. right. So <laughs> we'll tell you what we're... went down
0: and if there was a solution that when we return, it's done and Steve on my talk.
2: It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. They want to remind us of the dangers of texting and driving because there are some really alarming statistics out there. Mike Bryant says that approximately 3,000 people die each year from texting and driving, along with other distracted driving behaviors. He says, you know, it'd be great if we could make it a goal to keep our phones out of our hands when we are driving because just two seconds of texting and driving increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times and that two seconds, it can end a life, it can change a life forever. So please be careful out there. And if you do ever find yourself in an accident resulting in injury, God forbid, make sure you do not sign anything. Contact Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. He would be happy to meet with you at no cost to assess your case. Uh, you can find him today at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. To Thank you for listening, you guys. We appreciate it. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun and my microphone's falling down. Me, Ma, and Pap-Pap. No, nope, stop trying to make that a thing.
0: That could have been our be State a Fair thing. shirt. Me, Ma, and Pap-Pap. Mm,
2: don't like that. I like this. Hey, if
0: you see something,
1: say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on
2: and party tonight.
0: Emailer Ashley. Things that make you go, huh? I love it. I can't get through my day without it. I'm just such a curious person. Thanks for scratching my itch, Steve. Hey, now, put me down for a yes, queen. Thank you. <laughs> uh Alan, permanent things that make you go, huh? I think mm. he means make it permanent. Mm. Things that make you go, huh, should stay, says Jamie. What's the soup on the other hand? Hey, hey, Jamie.
2: Mm. Anything else?
0: No, but I'm just saying we had no one say that it should go off the air. I only ask for people to send in compliments, but still.
2: <laughs> hmm? That doesn't always happen. Uh, okay, let's talk about Harrison Ford. I'm, You know, I, I can't believe he's still married to Callista Flockhart. That's been a long time. Yeah, you don't see a lot of Hollywood marriages withstand the test of time. Unfortunately.
0: Hey, foe, Harrison Ford was at the Cannes premiere for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. They gave him this special Palm d'Or award to honor him for his career. There's a video, however, going around of Harrison Ford and Calista Flockhart looking for their seats. And everybody's standing, Donna. You know, they just cannot and stand so enough enough they can. They're just standing I, and they're I, clapping.
2: It's weird. They but, need to knock that off. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Until now. now, listen, all you <laughs> Frenchie's.
0: You know what? If you if you Frenchie's want to <laughs> just standing ovation things all the time, let's remove seats from the theaters. Let's, right? <laughs>
2: let's save a buck. Yes. I anyway, there's it. this
0: video going around of Harrison Ford and Callista Flockhart. They're looking for their seats, and mid standing o, which is what I find enjoyable about it, they awkwardly realize that the organizers put Callista Flockhart behind. Harrison Ford instead of beside Mm. Harrison Ford. I think that's a faux pas.
2: I don't think it's uncommon, though. But she wasn't a part of the cast of the movie. Right. So they've got, yeah.
0: But I think that if you're the organizer of that, it's very easy for your big stars to acknowledge a plus one. And then it's like, okay, you sit here, then you two sit here, then you two sit here. Just feels a little weird, you know. No, imagine I mean... you had some husband named Trent, and they wanted to award you for long-term radio stuff, and then you get there, and they take the shot of you, and Trent is just over your shoulder, upstaging. <laughs> you.
1: But this and was a like, surprise. This was a surprise to him, though. He didn't know he was getting this special palm door.
0: But even if take the award away, I just feel like as if you're an event planner. It's easy to do this. Hey, is Harrison bringing his long-term wife, Callista Flockhart? Okay, let's put them next to each other. End of story. We don't need to meet about this anymore. I think we overthink it when it's like, well, then, she, I don't know. She wasn't in it. I think you just need to, for the star of the franchise, have his wife sit next to him.
2: That's fine. I don't know. It was like <laughs> a husband.
0: It was Yeah, that's true. But it was just so... The real moment is wherever they sit, they sit right. They're going to do fine. Yeah. But the moment of them realizing, and if you watch the video, it's kind of he's like, behind oh, me. You know, you see this moment happening, and she's like, oh, well, okay, well, I guess oh, yeah. I'll yeah.
2: sit there. I, I think she'll get over it. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, he's he's still great. Looks he good. He is to you. so good in um, 1920. Which one is it? 23. Think- 1923 with Helen Mirren. Even if you haven't watched any of the other, like, Yellowstone or whatever, it they are fantastic. And they are going to win a lot of awards. That's my prediction. So good. The storytelling, the acting is unbelievable. Anyway, that's my two cents. Thank you for listening. You know what I think is really awkward? What? Let's just say somebody meets you and Lou, Right. Yeah. At an event or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, can we get a picture?" And it's you and Lou and the, this other person. Mm-hmm. It I get secondhand embarrassment when somebody gets in the picture and the person doesn't want that person in the picture. You know what I mean?
0: Meaning if the significant other gets in the picture?
2: Yeah. And someone's like, oh, hey, can you take a, p- It just, I just, uh, yeah. I just hate the awkwardness of it all.
0: Oh. Oh. I want you in Thank so many so of those much. situations. <laughs> I want you to see those. Thank you. Yeah, Lou will always like naturally not be in the picture, but then very often people will be like, no, 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 I want you both in, mm. as opposed to just forcing her way. She's never looking for a camera, you know, she's right. like, that's fine. Right. Do you want me to take it?
2: Right. Hmm. Uh, Do you think we can talk about Johnny Depp's teeth real quick again here? I'd love to. So apparently there's a dentist to the stars who said that his teeth look like they have aggressive wear and tear. And that's basically what it is. And he probably hasn't had a cleaning in a long time. In this segment yesterday, we were talking about how people were commenting on the gnarliness of Johnny Depp's piece. Good word. Thank you. Um, and he said they have aggressive wear and tear. He thinks it's from espresso and cigarillos. He thinks that's causing the staining. And he can get a good cleaning.
1: I he said, I right. would do
2: veneers. That's what he said. but it, Because his bite needs to be reestablished. But his teeth are worn down. But... Johnny once said in a 1995 interview that he has loads of cavities and he'd rather swallow a tick.
1: Why? Oh, the ticks again than have perfect teeth. What's
2: why? (laughs) (laughs) Some people just have a huge aversion to going to the dentist.
0: I hear that. I understand that. It's not my favorite place to be.
2: No, it's kind of annoying. Yeah. But Somebody having their fingers in your mouth?
0: I bet that is true. Yeah, but them saying like, hey, veneers might be the best. They do, I guess, if you look at them now that we're all just analyzing this guy's teeth. Yeah. They do look ground out, Not as not as big as perhaps they once were, if you look back at some old photos. But hey, you go in. You know, if I was Johnny, I'd say, look, I'm coming in. Leave the drill out of the room. We're also not going to do the water pick thing. We're going to scrape my teeth the, the old school way. I don't mm. want that water pick. It makes me sensitive. And you're just going to polish the bejesus out of these things. We're just tr- going to try to whiten them up. Then after we do that, we could do a little whitening treatment. One of those sixty minutes, you're in, you're out kind of thing. Boom, done. No drill, no scraping. But you're right. Some people do. They've got a big fear. It's, I, it's just interesting with all the money that he has. That he wouldn't get like, exactly. No, let me just take care of this. Now
2: I'm looking at a vi- an picture of him from 1990.
0: Yeah, that's what I was. Searching. Oh, you were. Oh, his oh,
2: teeth are so different. You're right. They're longer. They're whiter. They're brighter. Interesting. Anyway, good luck to that kid. I hope he makes it.
0: She's referencing Johnny Depp. Oh, wow.
2: What are you looking at now?
0: Yeah, well, now I'm looking. There's one where they're like super straight. Yeah. You know how we talked about people's nail beds the other day? Oh, yeah. We like nice hands. We're
2: covering all the body parts this week.
0: When I see nice, really nice, straight, like... All the same teeth. length teeth, too. Oh, I just want to touch them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> teeth are always moving. Even if they're veneers, you, you, you like that. Uh,
0: I don't know if they're veneers until they tell.
2: Oh, all right. I just like you looking at it. them. Bye, Holly. Holly, will so put Bye. you out of your misery now. Enough, I'm going to look at teeth
1: now. Okay, okay. Zambone is coming
0: in next. Then we got loads of music news. and stuff. and Steve.